to the show. Let's get this party started. I'm in. Hopefully y'all had a great day today. I'm in. It wouldn't be allegedly because he was charged. Welcome to speak. I'm in. Welcome to speak. I'm in. Why those must be some good wings. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Who you with, Kirk Dell? Happy Sunday to y'all, man. I don't know what happened while ago. I guess the computer crashed while ago. Just as we started everything. I want to welcome y'all to speak on what who you with, Kirk Dog. I'm M. Who you with, Kirk Dog. I want to shout out to my boy, Chris Norman over at Normanology uh, for putting that video together for me. Um, tonight, Sunday night, uh, welcome everybody on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, Twitter. And D-Live is in the house. You can live chat with us tonight. So um, we're actually going to cover a couple of stories tonight. Uh, Henry Darby. Um, we'll talk about him a little bit. Jas Monique Strickland. Yeah. Talk about her. John Weaver. Uh, Don, Don Bancraft and Dana Santos Smith. Uh, we're going to talk about them also. Uh, welcome to the show, Radio Chaos. Um, it, it's going. It, it's going. Maybe it's something, something wrong with the show. The, working with one arm tonight, so hopefully tomorrow I'll be out the fling. So um, welcome to the show, T-Cal. It's up in the house. Oh. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> That's one of my partners. I don't know if he's listening to the show or not, but I have to call him back. But um, uh, definitely welcome to the show. Uh, hopefully y'all had a great weekend. I know I had a... It was good. <laughs> it was good. So uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to say it's good. I'm still here. Um, not in much pain, but I'm here. So that's a good thing. But... Uh, other than that, I'm I'm doing good. Um, so uh, we're going to start off on a good note tonight. Um, talking about um, Henry Darby. He's actually a high school principal out of Charleston, South Carolina. Um, after he worked all day at the school, he also goes and um, work at uh, Walmart at night work at walmart at night but the thing is he's not doing it for himself he's doing it to be able to help his students that's what a lot of school teachers used to do back in the days now take it he's a principal so and he go and work at night at walmart just to be able to help his student um because right now we know there's a lot of people that have lost their jobs. Um, and he's taking the step to to um, help provide for some of his students. So that's a good thing. Um, they said a couple of years ago in a statement he gave, he said that um, a couple of years ago, I had two students who were females sleeping under the bridge. There was another situation where a uh, former student of mine's and her daughter was sleeping in their car. In another situation where a former student 
needed funds for her water and light bill. So he said, understanding the big picture, he took action. He started working at Walmart three nights a week, stocking shelves from 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. Three nights a week. And he working at the school Monday through Friday. And, you know, as a principal, if it's extra activity, games, or something going on, most principals show up at them. Um, I was taught if your hands find something to do, do it. So I came to myself and I said, perhaps I need another job in terms of part-time, he said. He said one of his students recognized him on his very first night of work. Someone yelled, hey, Mr. Darby, you working for Walmart? Aren't you the principal? And it blew me out of the water. So at that time, I said, that's it. I just do what I need, he said. His decision to stand and deliver has led to uh, close to 100000 in donation from all over the country. Now the Darby story has gone viral. Walmart has donated 50000 to North Charlton High School. I'm glad Walmart did uh, take a stand and donate. And all the people that have donated all over the country, um, because he clearly just went out, he's seen the need for it. And he's like, you know what? I work three nights a week and um, and I be able to help somebody. Now he can help more people. So that's a, that's a blessing within itself. And uh, Mr. Darby, uh, my hat goes off to you for taking a stand and standing up for that because I know what you're doing is, um, is pretty tough. And people is going to remember this for years down the road, how you actually took a stand and you actually care about your students and their well-being. Not just your current students, but also your past students. And we need, um, I need more people like that to be able to take a stand and be willing to help people. So uh, great job to you. And um, uh, thank you for standing up and and um, being in charge of that. So, um, man, that's a wonderful story. I know a lot of times we don't get a chance to talk about a lot of stories like that, but when I ran across that, when I said, you know what, I want to talk about it, um, want to be able to let people know we don't just discuss crazy things that um, that goes on in the world. So, um, unfortunately, um, it's a lot that goes on, so um, we do end up um, talking about a lot of it. Um, like, for instance, this next story. <laughs> um, this is crazy within itself. Um, so a wife of a former Kalamazoo pastor arrested on human trafficking, child sexual assault charges. And I guess this pastor was, I guess he was well known in Michigan at the time, but it's a crazy story. Um, said um, the pastor, the wife of the former Kamuza pastor accused of engaging in multiple child 
child sexual assault while accompanied by her husband was arranged Monday in uh, Kalamazoo County District Court. Just Monique LaKendra Strickland, 27. Uh, she moved to Mississippi, but she's back in Michigan now. Um, 11 days after the warrant was an uh, issue for her. But um, she faces three counts of human trafficking of a minor for commercial sexual activity. Two counts of third degree criminal sex, sexual charge, sexual conduct on a student. One count of third degree criminal sexual conduct on a child between the age of 13 to 15 and two counts of child sexual abuse activity. Um, yeah. In a related case, Strickland husband, 38-year-old Strick Javar Strick Strickland was charged with 11 felony counts in August. Um, he's the executive senior pastor at Second Baptist Church in uh, Kalamazoo and also previous served as the president of the local chapel of the NWACP back in 2016-2018. According to doc, uh, court document filed in our husband case, uh, the couple alleged, allegedly would use her employment at Phoenix High School and his church and find male teenage to engage in sexual activity with Miss Strickland. So the couple is accused of sexual assault, at least four teens between the two of them between August 2015 and August 2018, according to the court records. At least two other victims were paid money by uh, Strick Strickland. In return, uh, Jasmonique Strickland had sex with the children, court document read. Um, so basically, she worked at the school. She was finding young boys at the school. He was he will make the arrangement for them to come and have sexual relationship with her. And at the time, she was actually pregnant. Then by him being a pastor, allegedly, he was also finding young boys at the church to have sexual relationship with his pregnant wife. And this is, this is crazy. Uh, he's 38, she's 27, which they both should um, definitely know better. But then again, some people just don't care. Um, it's all about their, about their needs and that's it. And People like this definitely need to be held accountable and go to prison for a long time for the simple fact that you're taking these innocent kids' life and the drama is going to cost them the long run, which is crazy. Um, you up here, where was the parents? Well, where were the parents? I know... They say, well, he was with the preacher, he was with the pastor, but 
you got to watch your kids. You have to, because people today is crazy. They don't care about nobody but themselves. And for this guy to take advantage of that, and and the lady too. So, hopefully, justice is served. They both go to prison for a very long time, and. I'm like, wow, that's that's crazy. And I think between the two of them, I want to say they had like six kids. Um, between with the two of them together, have six kids. So that's um, that's crazy. Um, yeah, and then also today, <laughs> it, when it rains, it pours. Um, came out that one of the co-founders of the Lincoln Project, um, he was living a double life. He, They came out, uh, New York Times um, had published this report, nearly two dozen testimonies that accused uh, John Weaver of uh, sexual harassment stretching back a number of years and so he was relieved of his duties today if you're not familiar with the Lincoln Project um, they went against uh, everything Trump did which that's half of America so (laughs) Um, but they they didn't really uh uh go good with trump so but lincoln project gave out a statement today john weaver led a secret life that was built on the foundation of deception at every level he's a predator a liar and an abuser he has stand we are standing our deepest sympathy to those who were targeted by this deployment predatory behavior the Lincoln Project said. So um leave the kids alone. Leave the kids alone. And I don't understand why. I don't understand it. I guess this week it been a lot of um allegation coming out with sex trafficking and and other things that have came out. Let me know how y'all feel about these stories. I I don't like dealing with with these stories but it are stories that need to be told because some people they think it's okay they feel because you have power you can take advantage of these kids and you can't so you definitely need to be held accountable for it um yeah uh, yes they are t cow said they're coming for everyone on every level we as people have to be better yes it's um we have to get it right because those are our future. You messing their mind up before they get developed good and you can end up stopping our next leaders. Lead them down the wrong path. Uh, all because of what these three knuckleheads did, allegedly done, and only ones they care about is they self. So, so definitely, um, 
Man, that's crazy. But um, so for the ones that I've said all the time, if you took part of that terrorist attack at um, at the Capitol, do yourself a favor, turn yourself in. Just go and get it over with because they're going to catch you. They are going to catch you. Um, yes, it is, Radio. I agree with you. Um, I feel that uh, even in the church, when you hear about the um, the priests touching on these little kids, they need to be held accountable too. And I don't care who it is. If you're doing it, you need to be held accountable. But um, yeah, they definitely need to be held accountable. And people, if, if what what really get me when people finally come out about it, one of the questions that um, people have to ask these victims. Why you just not coming out with it now? Why you didn't say nothing when it happened? Well, the thing is, you have to realize in the society that we live in, it's so common. And to go and talk about why you coming out with it now? Sometimes you put it in the back of your mind. You don't want to think about it. You don't want to relive that that moment. So instead of asking that question, ask how can I help you? Invite them, ask them if they need counseling, need prayer. Instead of trying to um, uh, ask why you're just not coming out with it now. And, and I said I wasn't going to talk about this story. But I'm I'm gonna go ahead and talk about it. Um, this situation with Ti and his family. I don't know what's true, what's not true. And I've seen different videos come out, and in this society today, people looking at a quick get rich quick scheme. However, they can get money. I'm not saying that's what the victims are doing. I don't know. But I think, I know T.I. have made a comment. I've seen the videos from uh, from one of the two other young ladies. But at the same time, the truth have to come out. If they did it, they need to be held accountable for it. If they didn't do it and they just trying to get paid from them, well, they need to be held accountable too. Um, because the truth definitely need to come out. Um, I don't know for sure, but I know T.I. did give out a statement. And one of the things he did say was um, um, if him and his, he's not going to go into the bedroom, but if um, if they did 
make arrangement with someone they was compensated for their time and that's all he had to say about it so if that's the case it kind of go at the time it was fine but maybe maybe the person trying to get some money i don't know i'm not saying that but hopefully the truth come out and if ti and his wife did it they need to be held accountable if they didn't do it they need to clear their name so what's right is right what's wrong is wrong that's the way i feel about it um and they definitely need to figure out something uh, i know one young lady took a lot detected test and she recorded it but the only question i heard was about ti putting a gun to the woman's head i don't that's the only question i heard but the guy that said he asked three different questions but at the same time don't know if if it's true he need to be held accountable for it so and that's that's all to it i don't care who it is if you done something like that you need to be held accountable so that's enough uh talking about all these assaults and stuff because uh, i can't can't deal with it but um so uh over the weekend on friday um two young ladies don bancraft and another pennsylvania lady um her name is diane santo smith well they was arrested on friday they posted a video on january 6th they got into the capitol through a broken window and once they came in they did a video um which included um i want to say uh don bancalf actually said she wanted to shoot nancy uh nancy pelosi in the head so with that being said they both was picked up on friday uh two pennsylvania women were arrested friday in connection with the january 6th capital insertion including a woman from Bucks County. The U.S. Department of Justice had filed charges against Don Bancraft and Diane Santos-Smith. Bancraft is the owner of CrossFit Shine. Um, that's over in a Plumstead Township. The FBI received a tip on January 12th of a selfie video from Bancraft wearing a mega hat while she and another woman later identified as Santo Smith attempting to exit the U.S. Capitol building. During the video, Bancraft said, we broke into the Capitol. We got inside. We did our part. She then stated we were looking for Nancy to shoot her in the, in the freaking brain, but we didn't find her. Federal investigator believed Bancroft was referring to U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Um, 
So now she in jail. And hopefully they don't give her a um, no bail. Um, in an interview with Bancraft that same day of meeting to enter in the Capitol building through that broken window, she estimated she was inside the building for about 20 to 30 seconds. One second was too long. Uh, the U.S. Department of Justice had charged both women with normally entering or remaining in any restricted building or grounds without lawful authority, nor engaging in disorderly or disruptive conduct in any restricted building or grounds and valid entry in disordered conduct on Capitol ground. Uh, according to this report, the FBI have arrested at least 160 people to date in connection with the Capitol siege. So, like I said earlier, um, if you was there, it's better off that you go ahead and turn yourself in. Um, just go on, turn yourself in. T-Cow said, yep, boom, well, clink, clink. <laughs> um, so go ahead and turn yourself in. Save us the tax dollars from having to hunt you down and and go from there. Because um, so it... I, I, I'm just speechless on this because um, this woman owned a gym and she also lost her uh, affiliation with that gym. They dropped her like a bad habit, which they should have. See, you got to realize that because of your action and you owning a gym that you was uh, franchised through, they don't want that type of press hitting a gym. So they they dropped their contract. Uh, radio said the only civil lining in these idiot post videos online of them breaking the law. <laughs> yep. Well, I think some of them been listening to the show because um, there was a protest on Friday at... Uh, um at the Capitol that was kind of quiet and nobody really really knew about it. It was the same ones that um I guess they supposed to have been uh okay. Um this just came out 23 minutes ago. So uh Patriot Front they did a protest Friday on um, in Washington. <coughs> oh, excuse me. But with them, I guess they've been listening to the show because you could barely see their eyes. They most of them wore glasses too. They all was uh, uniform and, uh, and hats and and uh, face covering. And they wore glasses, so you really couldn't see their eyes. So it's going to be hard to identify them. But I guess um, they said they found some vandalism that um, uh, from the white supremacy group found on the Xavier campus. So apparently they did something 
kind of in the in the cut. So, but eventually, I don't see the purpose of these of these going on. I don't understand it because the election is over, and now at this point, it's just basically trying to intimidate people. Well. In this day and time, you may not want to intimidate everybody. Because everybody don't don't think the same and everybody ain't scared. So I'm just saying you might want to kind of cut back on that because you're going to mess around and find the wrong one and it's going to be all hell to break loose. But um, then also I seen a story over the weekend and I want to make sure I had a proper name of it. Uh, this came out of Streetport. And I wonder if this guy had been arrested. I forgot to pull it up earlier. But he's a owner of, um, of a uh, water company. I think it's uh, Mountain Spring Water or something like that. Uh, I'm trying to find the proper name because I made sure I was going to gonna save it for i can um have it for today but he definitely was at the uh protest and took part in it but here it is he up here a water company out of streetport i want to say it's mountain spring water and <laughs> And probably most people in Streetport probably supporting this man, supporting him for he could go to go to D.C. and and commit a terrorist act. So uh, they definitely need to. The company put out a statement, but it was kind of um, kind of tuck it up under the. Um, it just swept it up under the rug a little bit like it wasn't a big deal. But at the same time, uh, it is a big deal because um, you end up um, going going to um, you going up here to the uh, Capitol and and doing the domestic terrorists. But at the same time, you are owning a, a company and you feel like it's not a big deal. It was your right to do it. Um, so I'm trying to pull it up. Music Mountain Water. I'm sorry. I said, I think I said Mountain Spring Water, but it's Music Mountain Water. Um the uh, owner actually went to uh, went to um, went to Washington to uh, be a part of it, which is crazy. Uh, I'm trying to pull it up to make sure. I get his, um, get the proper name out of the guy because 
that's somebody we shouldn't be supporting. Um, it's a uh, Streetport Water Company release statement after CEO seeing Karen don't trend, don't mean flag at the Capitol. Um, it's based at a Streetport has released a statement following information. Marcus Wren, um, he participated in a ride at the U.S. Capitol on January the 6th. Um, he's the CEO. And they released the statement on the 15th, said, we recognize everyone's freedom of choice, but want to acknowledge that the statement made by Mr. Wynn were of a personal level and not made on behalf of MMW and Flash or its employees. And that's all the statement he made, like, hey, I did it, but it I wasn't there representing the company. Well, your face represent the company. And if you are in Streetport, um, Music Mountain Water, you see where your money going to, what it's being used for. I'm just saying, I I personally, uh, I guess they originally out of um, Arkansas, because when I pull it up, they baller it out of Streetport but it's um, uh, the industry site in Louisiana, East Texas, Southern Arkansas, and Western Mississippi. So there you go. And his face is on there. He represents the company. He's the CEO. I'm just saying, I think he might need to go on and step down. Um probably better for everybody uh radio said yeah these people run their business like trump they play a key role in attracting bad press exactly because what's going to happen now i know if i was doing uh business with them i would stop i'd be like no i'm not i'm not gonna support you what i'm gonna support you for well you can go and commit a terrorist at on our U.S. Capitol. No. I'm not telling y'all to stop supporting them. I'm just saying I wouldn't. <laughs> My money can go somewhere else. I tell you all the time, if I don't get proper service here locally, I don't spend money with them. I don't care who run it. I would not spend money if I don't get treated with the proper service. So, um, and that no statement he gave, oh no. It's like he said, forget y'all. Just keep getting them getting that water from me and you'll be okay. So you gotta do your homework on these folks. Um God, this dude look like he don't care at all. Like he's saying, I wish somebody would uh say something. So there you go. That's that's what I got going on for today. Um, so um, we got a very exciting week coming up this week. Um, oh, um, DeSoto, if I'm not mistaken, your 
let me find out the date for sure. But it, don't forget, uh, I want to say your election is on Tuesday for the mayor race. Um, let me make sure before I tell you that. But also, um, um, starting on the 4th, uh, Friendship West have teamed up with Hungry Buster uh, to be able to provide food uh, for the community. And it will be done every other week for a couple of months. Uh, don't have a deadline on it just yet, but it is um, um, starting on the 4th over at the Wheatland location. So definitely... Um, um, if you're in the Dallas area, uh, check the website. It'll be on there, friendshipwest.org, and you can find out more information or go to the church Facebook page. Um, it will be on there. But if you are in the Dallas area and need some help, this would be a good time to do it every Thursday. Well, every other Thursday, starting on the 4th. So it'll be the 4th. And the 18th, first come, first serve. And so definitely um, try to get there early. And try to get there early because it will be pretty packed. Uh, so I'm trying to pull up. Um, okay. Trying to pull up the. Um, uh, yes, Tuesday. It's the election night for the um, um, for the mayor and the city council. So Tuesday, definitely go get your vote on. Let your voice be heard in the city of DeSoto. Uh, this is your last opportunity. If you didn't vote early, this is your last opportunity to go to, to the city of DeSoto and um, let your voice be heard and get your vote on so um then also uh we as the people even though they're saying that the numbers are kind of levering out a little bit the numbers are still high with with the uh COVID-19 so we have to um still protect yourself because people are still losing their lives. Uh, people are still um, um, getting sick from it. it it's, it's bad. Uh, right now in Texas today, Texas have 2.38 million cases, uh, 37,242 deaths. In the US is 26.2 million. And 441,000 deaths. So it is not flowing down. Excuse me. They're saying a new strain is coming out from Africa that actually been, I want to say it was found in uh, Virginia, I believe, in two people. So it's still different strains are coming up. So definitely protect yourself and now they actually recommending that if um they they recommending wearing two masks won't hurt because if you have on two it's giving you a little bit more protection 
and it'll it'll help you out it'll protect you a little bit more because it'll be harder for anything to get in your nose or your mouth and then also um if you're talking be harder for it to get on anyone else either so definitely um um definitely protect yourself at all time um that's like when i had my surgery friday i'm in there and in recovery and they want me to do all these things and i'm like okay i'm trying to do them but at the same time you telling me put my mask back on <laughs> i'm like hold on now which one you want me to do so uh so definitely um uh protect yourself if some of the politicians had taken this pandemic more serious people might be better off uh COVID have exposed um the price of a bad leadership yes because trump did not take it serious at all he didn't if he would have came out last year when it first started said look we all need to wear a mask and because of that we have people today that still do not want to wear a mask um now i read the story over the weekend this uh family uh, I guess they was going to Hawaii or something. And they they came from South Dakota or somewhere. And from what from what one of the guys said was they was getting on the plane. I forgot how many it was. It was a large family. I think it was 20. Um, but as they was getting on the plane, he said someone yelled off and said, pull your mask up. He said he dropped his bags, put it up. Then next thing he knew, the flight attendant told him they had to get off the plane. I I wasn't there. Um, But at this day and time, you know you're getting on a plane, on a bus. Uh, You out in public around people. Pull your mask up. I know if I go to the grocery store, certain grocery stores I stay away from because you go in there and you have all these people walking around with their mask pulled down. And I'm like, really? I feel like I'm walking into a hot zone. And I'm like, no, I can't do this. Um, so that's um, that's not not good. And some people just don't care. Yeah, it's just a courtesy. I know I told the story before that uh, my wife and I went to a little bread shop. And um, instead of going to the grocery store, and some guy in there, and every time he was on the phone, every time he talked, he pulled his mask down to talk. He'll put it back up, pull it down. And I'm like, sir, could you please keep your mask up? So he go and put it up above his nose and continue talking on the phone. And some little lady, she was like, that's just so crazy. She said some other stuff, but I'm not trying to cuss no more that much. So um, uh, so that that's just crazy how people do. 
T. Cal said, I run a business and I make sure all my employees keep theirs. So, yeah, they should. They should. If I walk into a place, especially a food industry, if I walk in there and they not wearing a mask, I turn around and leave. I'm like, no. Don't don't pull it up just because I'm in here. That's telling me you haven't been wearing it all along. I don't know what happened before I got in here. So, no, I won't do it. So, so definitely protect yourself. I don't care who you are. It It's going to help everybody. It's going to help everybody, uh, especially if you know someone that have... Um, been sick by the virus um kind of like my friend i was talking about for the last couple of weeks they doing better but they still are struggling it's, it's still a struggle it's been over a month and they still fighting it um so far the only thing they can semi hold down they said it take them over four hours to eat a cup of Roman noodles. That's how bad it is. Four hours. And that's all they have ate in probably the last three weeks since they found that they have it. Um, and Radio said, I very rarely hear not see someone wearing a mask in Vancouver. But here, it don't make a difference where you at. Some people just don't care. They don't care. Um, and and it's bad. It's bad. Because I know if I go to certain grocery stores, I'm like, mm-mm. You walk up in there and it'd be like, Every other person, the next two people probably won't have a mask up. And I'm like, nah. And unfortunately, how they limiting a lot of these business, but I don't see them limit these these particular stores. So I see the people at the door, but I don't think they counting. And a lot of time. They're packed. You can pass by a lot of places and you would think we're not in a pandemic. I'm like, something not right with that. Just like um, it may have been in L.A. Because uh, they just, I want to say they just recently lifted their their thing out there. But, but they was talking about how a lot of stars were rushing out to go eat. I'm like, yeah, y'all rushing out to go eat, and that's going to be the problem. You rushing out to do it. The places are packed. It just takes one person to come in there that is asymptomatic that you don't lock down again. So I'm not in no rush to go out and eat or anything like that. But... um. I know we had some <laughs> little bit of issue today. Um, I don't know what happened to the system. Soon as I came on, start playing the countdown and start breaking up, and all of a sudden it crashed. Uh, radio says some people 
seems to think the Constitution guaranteed their freedom to do whatever they want. Yeah, that's and that's the problem. That's the reason why we hear so much. It's my rights. It's my rights. I could do that. It's my rights. Yeah, but you also got to follow the law of the land, too. Whether if you want to or not. Because if not, you're going to end up in trouble. Look at all these people that have been arrested so far. You got to follow the law of the land. And, And that's all to it. It may be your rights, but it don't mean it's right. So, but overall, some people, I don't know. I have, I know people that, that is kind of, that falls up under that category. that feel like it's their right to do whatever they want to. But when you end up getting caught up, it's nobody's fault but your own. It's all your fault because you wanted it to be your rights. But you also got to be smart enough to follow the law. And what happened on January the 6th was not the law. Regardless of who told you, if that fool told you go jump off of a bridge, would you do it? I'm just asking because I don't think you would do it. I wouldn't. But hey, each his own. Um, yeah, and I had seen a, another story about um. I'm trying to find it because I don't. I hate to give out wrong information, but it's um. Some of these people are going a little bit too far. Like Fenston, I guess they had been looking for this um, this guy that, hold on, let me pull it up for I won't tell you wrong. Um, but also, that cowboy Trump, I read that story a while ago, right before coming on. Um, of course, I mentioned he got in got in trouble a couple of years ago. Well, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, they end up uh, arresting him. So he's back in Washington, and he's acting a fool. He's literally acting a fool in 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 jail, and it's to the point where. The judge is talking about holding him at contempt of court. Uh, for the simple fact, he refused to um, take a, a coronavirus test. And he he just don't don't want to do what's right. So um, so they have him in isolation. And he also refusing uh, a hearing. So if he don't, if he don't show up for the hearing this time, the judge is going to hold him at contempt. 
So he's going to be in jail much longer. Um, so the, and he's, he actually, I want to say he's a, uh, a city councilman and a county commissioner for Southern New Mexico. A county commissioner in Southern New Mexico. And he's acting like this? An, an elected official? At this point, New Mexico need to be trying to trying to force him out of office. Get somebody else in there to replace him. That is an elected official. A county commission. Commissioner. And here it is. He undid a terrorist act on the state capitol. So now I wonder what is New Mexico waiting on? I I guess they saying that's his rights. But he's um he been held in solitary isolation for two weeks after he refused to take a coronavirus test and rejected an initial offer to speak with an attorney or a judge following his arrest in connection with the January 6th seizure, siege on uh, the U.S. Capitol, a federal judge said Friday in a court order. Uh, Corey Griffin, a county commissioner from Southern New Mexico and founder of, of a group of horseback rider, riding supporter of former President Trump, has been charged with federal prosecutor for normally entering the Capitol ground with an intent to disrupt government business. He was arrested January 17th when he returned to Washington by um, opposing the to uh, President Biden election victory in the inauguration. And so, um, I don't know. you. I don't understand it. Um, the guy with the horn said he is not willing to testify against Trump at the impeachment trial. And apparently he's upset Trump didn't pardon him. Like I, I've been saying it the whole time. The first one that starts speaking, that's who's going to get the best deal. Because here it is. Now the truth is going to come out. And not only that, five, Trump had five attorneys to get off his impeachment case. Five attorneys stepped down. So that tells you a lot. And they saying Trump is not concerned about the impeachment. You should be. You should be. And all these um, elected officials that are still standing by Marjorie, she keep putting out videos and I'm like, what the... I don't understand why she, at some point, they need to cut her off of, off of uh, social media because she putting out all type of crazy stuff. And I'm like, this woman is crazy. So Georgia, y'all need to make sure y'all vote her out. That's, that's, that's y'all home girl. Y'all vote her in, vote her out. Cause, um, that, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, and she feel like she's right. 
but she's also a big conservative uh, um, a conspiracy theory. A lot of time when she talks, she talk about conspiracy. And that's scary within itself. Because now you up here, it's like every day you put some type of video out. Probably several times a day. Um, so, yeah, you need to. Um, I, I could just imagine what this guy have to say. But he needed he needed say it right. He needed to come public with it because at this point, I'm sure Trump Trump probably shaking it, shaking his uh, his two payoff, nervous. Um, for the simple fact, this guy probably know a whole bunch, and I'm sure he's not the only one nervous. I'm sure your homeboy is nervous too. Uh, Ted Cruz, he's probably nervous because these folks probably have sat in these meetings and they felt Trump was going to get them off, but then Trump was advised it wouldn't be advised for you to get these people off. Even though he told them he loved them. But he called Black Lives Matter protests uh, looters and and thugs and everything else. Everything except a child of God. So, yeah, they it need to come out. It need to come out. And if anybody's still standing behind Trump after that, they need to go to Marjorie. She needed she need to be gone. Matter of fact, um, there was a Senate, uh, Cora, uh, I think it was Booker or something. Uh, not, not the brother, but it's a young lady. Her office was down the, like office next to her or something. And she, she changed an office because she don't trust her. She don't feel comfortable around her because of the way she keep running her mouth. So it's um it's bad when you in a in a hostile work environment and you're supposed to be a leader. But you are talking hate, talking about hurting folks, and that's a hostile work environment. She is in a heavily Republican district, even modern Republican couldn't beat her in the last election. It's probably true, um, but they need to do something. And and I'm thinking, for some reason, if every time I think about her, I'm thinking she's the one that they say gave the tour on the 5th of January. And if it is, they investigating her anyway. And if it comes out, she gave that tour, she might be the next one we'll be hearing about breaking news. She's in jail. So I think a lot of them, the ones that supporting Trump, they really need to get their head out the dirt and um, uh, and start paying attention to the real thing. Because right now, 
if you still supporting Trump, thinking he's going to come back in 2024 and give you the opportunity? No. Are y'all that scared of that man? Because if you impeach him, he can never come back. But if you don't impeach him, well, guess what? Your people are going to vote you out. It's probably going to happen anyway, but guaranteed they're going to vote you out if you don't do the right thing. And I'm going to keep pushing it. Greg Abbott, got to go. He got to go. He made a comment talking about um, um, talking about giving um, the vaccine to um, to some prisoners, to some terrorist prisoners. And I'm like, y'all protecting the terrorists right now. You're not speaking out about what happened at the White House, at the Capitol. Speak on that first. So I'm like, yeah, he need to go. Just like the rest of them. Uh, Radio said, I just I just don't understand why worker, working class people even vote for the GOP. They don't support workers, right? At all. And that's another thing. Marjorie, in her video today, she was talking about, um, I don't think a $15 uh, the raise should not be $15 as a living wage. So you're saying you want people to stay in property. You want people to struggle making $7.25 an hour and not making a living uh, a living raise. I'm like, really? You really going to put this on video? That should tell, tell people a lot right there. Because the thing is, yes, if Biden raised the um, minimum wage up to 15, if it passed, okay. Yeah, of course, things may go up 10 cents, 20 cents more than what it is now. But at the same time, you want to argue against that about trying to help people to... uh, earn a a little bit more money? I don't understand it. I'm not in finances. But compared to making $7.25 to $15 an hour, yeah, I know it's going to hurt a little bit and business going to have to make adjustments. I understand. You're going to have to raise your prices to be able to cover that. And and that's fine. I had no problem paying a little bit more uh, in order to have someone to make a good living and they not out here struggling. Because if you do the math, 725, that's not much at all. Um, it, I don't understand it. Welcome to the show, Tim Carson. Um, and listening on YouTube, where are you, um, Tuning in and said we have to create the market conditions so we can afford to pay people $20 an hour to scan grocery as it stands personally. Business will close. Yeah, but I'm I agree with you. It's gonna it's gonna be one of those situations. That's why um a lot of people like 
some of the big grocery stores, they have self-checkout. And that was put into place not to speed up getting checked out. That was put into place to replace employees. And that's why every chance I get, I go through a line where I can check out with an employee and not a computer. And I feel that, yeah, technology, some people say it's quicker, not all the time. Because sometimes you got to wait. If something don't ring up right, you got to try to flag somebody down the chain, come and fix the price. Or if you scan something way too much, you got to. So I understand I would prefer to have someone working instead of having a computer to do it for me. And I understand it's going to lead to us paying a little bit higher price. Um, it had to be a, cost a little bit more for us to do that. And I'm okay with it. I'm okay. But I know here locally, we have um, um, some of our grocery stores. Yeah, they price have gone up way before they talked about taking it up to 15 and some of our local grocery stores you could go in there and you could find molded cheese i'm talking about a big chain i'm not talking about low corner stores find molded cheese on the shelf molded pie crust i went in one day and got some fresh cut lunch meat and the very next day i went in there to try to fix me a sandwich it was molded so I bought it old. So, and it's a lot of stores that that are doing that. They're not selling as much, but they're keeping their food longer than what they should keep it. And the cheese that um, I found, I actually gave it to the manager. And the only thing she could say was, um, oh, I guess somebody left it out, put it back in there. But I found outdated stuff on your shelf before. I guess if people don't look at dates, they don't they don't pay attention to it. But for me, I'm a date watcher because I cook. And if it's um if it's past the date, it's out of there. I'm not finna not finna cook it. So but to go to a grocery store and buy bad product, I'm not gonna do that. Um, um, I use a grocery score uh, grocery scanner just for an example. There should be a base level wage for labor and service job and guarantee the su surviving and health of citizens. Yeah, it, it should be. Now, a lot of the grocery stores, which is a little bit more convenient, um, I haven't tried it, but a lot of them do deliveries now. I have a problem with it because I know for myself, if I'm at a grocery store, I like to look at my food. Uh, the meat I'm getting, because at the same grocery store, I actually had bought some, um, I, was, I was doing a recipe with a whole chicken and got the chicken home got ready to marinate it it was fall the date was good but it was fall 
So, um, um, so doing grocery deliveries, I personally do not trust that because I've seen, know some people that use it. And sometimes the people, they don't look for the, for the best looking product. That's kind of like, if I'm going to get an onion, I need to look at my onion, make sure it's not all beat up and, and I'm going to have to cut half of it off just to use a little bit of it. So I like to be able to see my produce and my meat to make sure it is fresh. If it's not, I don't, I don't buy it, but I understand what you're saying. Um, I do use um, a grocery uh, scanner also. Um, certain stores I go to, well, one particular one, I, I use that to just bypass the line because it's so crowded in there. Um, and just pay from the app, scan everything on my phone, pay for it, and I'm gone. I do that uh, mainly if I go to one of those warehouses. I'm not going to say which one, but not unless they want to sponsor us, and then I can I can talk about them all day long. But I will go in there and use the app, scan it, and I leave out. But if it's if the line is not that bad, I don't mind waiting. Um, I just wait, even though I scan it myself, but I always try to go to one to have a worker there. Uh, just for the simple fact, they can continue to work and they not being replaced by a computer. So I, I agree with you. We definitely need to come up with better plans. I think we also need to have our car manufacturers to come back to America and stop outsourcing to um, uh, other countries. And also, um, one of the worst things I hate right now, if I'm calling a customer service line and I'm getting someone from a different country, that could be a job that someone here in America can be doing, but they outsource it. And a lot of major companies do that now. And then you're on the phone with them and they don't they don't understand you and you don't understand them. And it's it's frustrating. So um, I think it need to be uh, brought back here. Uh, Radio said I use the scanner because unfortunately customer hold up the line for the cashier. Yeah, it it depends. The only one I use the scanner where I use my phone. If. It's a long line. It have to be an extremely long line um, because this particular place, majority of the lines is self self checkout anyway. Majority of them are, but um, they they might have two or three live cashiers, but then out of the other twelve. A 13 register is all self-checkout and they can get pretty uh, pretty crowded up in there. So um, if it's real bad, I just use my phone, uh, scan it, check out on my phone. And when I'm leaving out, just show them uh, my confirmation and, and roll out. So it just depends on how bad it is. 
Um, excuse me. But yeah, it's it can get pretty bad, but I prefer to use a, a cashier if possible. I know some some places I've gone to, some cashier be like, hey, thank you for coming, because it's saving my job. But it's each its own, depends on what you feel like. Uh, Tim, Carson, uh, are you in the U.S. or what state are you in? Um, look like it's my first time seeing your name on here. Uh, let me know where you're from. And uh, we're located in Dallas, Texas. As you can see, my back, my backdrop behind me. Been changing it up a little bit. Hopefully, you like our skyline. Oh, you're in Canada too. Okay, cool. Well, uh, radio is out of Canada also. Radio, Darren, uh, they all out of Canada. So, um, so that's your your uh, friends from Canada. That's what I'm talking about. We love everybody. Everybody is welcome here. Um, we only have a couple of rules. One is be respectful to everybody, and the other one is to no conspiracy theory. Other than that, you are always welcome. As long as you are respectful to everyone and no conspiracy theory, no matter who you are. So, um, and we're here Sunday through Thursday, Sunday through Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Time. Um, You can always live chat with us during the live shows. And also, um, um, on Mondays, we're... Still doing our artists um, um, on Mondays. We're doing um, tomorrow. We're gonna have a uh, Nips Music, Nips Music out of uh, Ohio. He will be on the show tomorrow. And um, can't wait. Been trying to trying to get him on, so he will be here tomorrow. And um, uh. Then I think the following week, I need to look at the schedule and see. Because um, we have several people getting ready to come up that it's going to be really good. So if you are a artist that is trying to um, get your stuff out there, uh, reach out to me. You can actually uh, send me an email. And um, we can make arrangements to um, have, have you have your music on the show um only thing we ask is positive music um nothing that is going to degrade our 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 culture or anything like that so if it's positive it's always good to try to support up-and-coming artists um and try to um let people know who you are so Definitely send me an email tomorrow night. We'll have Nipsey music on tomorrow night, which is going to be good. I'm excited about it. Um, we we talk a little bit on Instagram from time to time, so I know he's excited. And the brother is doing some great work uh, up in Ohio also. He's also... Um, um, Giving back to the community. He's mentoring young boys up there. So that's going to be 
interesting to hear about that and everything that he have going on because he's definitely um doing quite a bit up in ohio so i cannot wait until we're able to get him on and we had another young lady on well she hasn't been on yet but when we had new vision um new vision uh media on um put them in contact with the young lady so hopefully uh she will be working with them soon and she should be coming on the show soon soon also so definitely um um like i said if you have new music coming out get positive music definitely reach out to me um reach out to me and we can uh work together on it and uh, let you get heard so other than that um sorry about the issue we had earlier i don't know what was going on but um uh timothy carson definitely come back you're always welcome um i see you and uh you and our radio is uh uh becoming pretty close and uh i i watched the stars i while i've been to the game before i got upset because they didn't fight but because we had great seats and i was like look i at least want want to see somebody get knocked down but uh i definitely um um definitely want to um go to some more they actually started off doing good this year i think they lost their first game the other day i don't keep up with them that much i don't really pay attention to a lot of sports team until they get to the playoffs that's when i get really involved with them i pay attention then but definitely um um from what i hear they doing pretty good i think it was either thursday or friday they lost the first game so um so they are good uh what is the show the chat seems some political some spiritual some art with us it's all about we're gonna hit on headlines uh whatever is headlines in the news we're gonna talk about it um what we try to do is focus on making people aware of some of the news that happen in the world that most people don't know about but we also offer um from time to time we have counselors come on the show um we also i haven't done it this year yet um because we've been having some pretty good shows and sometimes we'll have um i'll cover a couple of stories and um i'll be like okay we're gonna have ask kirk dog anything and that's when you have the opportunity to, to ask me anything and i will answer people will let you know i will give you a true answer so um so if you ask be prepared for the answer but uh then on thursday night we have um miss risky that is on the show with me on thursday night she always brings some good history lesson and then we talk about different stories that happen that week and it's just different things on mondays uh we try to highlight artists on mondays so we're an open show 
um, you never know what you might get because sometime in the middle of the show, if somebody mentions something, we may have to try to verify real quick before we talk about it because we're only going to talk about the truth on here. And that's why I say everybody is welcome as long as you are respectful with everybody in the chat. Uh, if you ever decide to call in, as uh, long as you are respectful, you are welcome. And as long as you're not giving us no conspiracy theory, because we won't deal with that. Um, right now, a lot that we've been dealing with is um, this terrorist attack that happened at Capitol Hill. And um, we've been dealing with that quite a bit for the simple fact it was wrong. It was wrong. And every everyone that took part of it need to be held accountable for it. I don't care who you are. You need to be held accountable. So, um, and if you ever have a show idea, definitely let us know. Let us know and we will um, put it in the midst. Matter of fact, um, don't forget about our, our virtual curtain. Who you with, Kurt Dow, virtual dating game. Uh, we actually doing a virtual dating game. If you want to be a contestant in it, uh, you can always shoot me an email. Uh, tell us what you like, what you're looking for, and we will try to match you up with some people and we will have them live on the show where it's a safe environment, COVID-free. And... Then on top of that, if somebody come on camera and lie to them that they single and knowing they married with three or four kids, that wouldn't be a good look for them. So um, so it's definitely a safe environment. And if if we have a match, we will provide dinner for um, a virtual dinner, a virtual dinner for for the people that it's a match for. So we will make arrangement have dinner sent to both of your homes and go from there. So, uh, so definitely if, um, if you are interested, you're looking for your boot thing, um, definitely, uh, send me an email at who you with Kirk dog at mail.com who you with Kirk dog at mail.com. That's W H O the letter U W I T H C U T D O G at mail.com. And um, send me a send me an email. Tell me what you're looking for, whatever your preference is, and we could definitely um, put it out there and try to find you the right date and go from there. So, hopefully that answered your question, uh, Timothy. But I know tonight it been kind of kind of dry. Little majority of the time I'm a little bit more prep, but. I just had surgery on Friday and I'm working with one arm. So hopefully I can get the sling off tomorrow and then I have a little bit more movement going on. So, um, so definitely. Uh, um, but if you ever have a show idea that you want us to touch on, we're all for it. Um, we also have counselors to come on dealing with mental illness um, so we're going to have Miss Kincaid come on soon. I need to follow up with her, find out her date for this month, for next month. 
So definitely um, uh, stick around, click like, share, subscribe to the channel, click the notification uh, for you can know whenever we come on. If your page is not private, I will follow you back. And um, uh, come be a part of the show. You will enjoy it. We have some great shows coming up. And um, I think tomorrow night after Nip's music, um, we probably going to have a uh, Ask Kirk Dog anything after that. And, and we'll just roll with it. We could just ask whatever question you want to know. And we'll go from there. So, but other than that, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Um, I hear my pain pills calling me. So, uh, uh, the issues I care the most about are raising strong, honorable boys and drugs and alcohol problem. We can talk about it because, uh, believe it, it's a lot of people struggling with drug and alcohol especially during the pandemic. A lot of people are struggling with it because a lot of people are stressed out. Um, me personally, um, occasionally I may drink, but I don't have to drink to have a good time. But it's um, it's a lot of people that struggle with it. And we're actually working with this one counselor. He specializes in drug and alcohol. So we're, we're trying to get it where we can have a counselor on every week, if possible. Uh, just right now, while we're in the middle of this pandemic, it's hard to, to uh, book them out too far. It takes about two to three weeks to get a date with them. Um, because they have to go through their schedule. Then if someone called them, they have to be there for their clients too. Because we are in trying time. And a lot of people don't feel like it's that bad. But no, counseling is really bad. Um, they it's, it's best to take counseling if you are struggling. And what a lot of people don't realize if you are still working, you could go to your HR and get counseling for free. Ask about the employee assistant program. You can get counseling for free, drug and alcohol, marriage counseling, um, family counsel, whatever it is. Go to your HR, uh, especially here in the US. You can get counseling for free. So definitely take advantage of it. And I agree with you, raising strong, honorable boys. Yes, that's so important. So important. And we also need a, I don't know if you came on at the beginning of the show, but the first story we talked about was about a principal out of uh, Charleston, South Carolina, where he worked in a second job just to help his student. He's a principal at a high school, but he's taking up a second job to help his student. That's going to change a lot of people's lives just because they see what he's doing. And now a lot of people have donated to him to be able to help him. And then um, 
Unfortunately, certain people get in position like John Weaver and uh, the Stricklands. Um, they actually uh, take advantage of innocent kids and that's that's not good either. Um, I appreciate the information. I've been sober for a few years, but I've lost a couple of friends to overdose during the pandemic. Um, sorry to hear about your friends, but like like I said, this is a show for everybody. Uh, I'm glad that you have been sober for a few years and continue to be sober. Um, if, if at any point, if um, you get to the point you feel like you need to uh, use or whatever, reach out, reach out to me. Um, I'm always willing to, to support someone that's trying to do right. I understand it's a struggle. I haven't dealt with it, but I do understand it's a struggle to remain sober free. And if um, if you ever um, get to that position, need someone to talk to, someone to pray with you, reach out to me and um, we'll make it happen. Because I want you to be safe, want you to be clean. So, um, and I'm always here. So, um, so definitely um, um, take advantage of it. Because uh, one thing about it, we're in some trying time. Uh, are you married or do you have kids or anything? I'm just kind of curious. Um, and that, man. Yeah, this pandemic had really took a toll out of a lot of people. I've heard of many people talking about um, people are stressed out because of the restriction. Um, and some people have committed suicide. Some people have endured in alcohol and drugs. So, okay, you're not married, no no kids okay cool but definitely uh continue to tune into the show like i said this is a platform for everybody everybody is welcome here it's no this is judge free this is a judge free zone we don't judge anyone uh we will laugh and joke but it's only to ease some of the pain because even some of these stories we cover it affect it affect people differently. Um, so, so definitely, um, um, stay part of the show, stay part of the show. And, um, if you ever need to talk, reach out to me. Um, my email is on here. Um, and the phone number is also strolling across. So, so definitely reach out to me and, we can make sure we keep you on the right path. So, um, man, it's been a, a great night tonight. Besides the issue we had with the computer at the at the beginning, I still don't know what happened. I kind of feel like it probably was uh, one of those people knew I was going to talk about them tonight, and they were like, Mm-mm, we can't let them talk about me. 
So, um, but we on tonight. Um, we're a little bit over, but that's fine. But we definitely um, every Sunday through Thursday, 8 p.m. Uh, Central Time. And um, definitely be a part of it. So tomorrow night, like I said, Nips Music will be here tomorrow night. Can't wait. Brother putting out some good positive music, doing some good positive thing in his community and mentoring young men. So definitely join us tomorrow night for that. And um, other than that, I appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in tonight. I love you. Until tomorrow night, peace. Can't get it right. I only had one arm, so I can't get it right tonight. But see y'all tomorrow night. Love you.